0: The reason I am is because I'm ill, and the reason I'm ill is because of somebody in this room, and that somebody knows who he is. I am not going to say the words Dallas Shaw up front like this, but that was, that was the guy. Could you advance the slide, please, Professor? Here's my first slide, my first bullet. What does Mike Helvey have against me? My first topic, self-revelation. Yeah, there's a winner for men. My second topic, emotional intimacy. Now, look around you. Look at the seats. A lot of empty seats, right? I can guarantee you, the guy that gets sexual intimacy, they're going to be people lined up outside the door. I wouldn't want to be the teacher, but it's a popular topic. So... Emotional and non-sexual intimacy are just topics that are tough for guys to, not necessarily the ones they want to wrestle with. Next slide, please. So what is it? Chapman, in the book um, Covenant Marriage, he has a couple of definitions of it. A deep sense of being connected to one another, feeling loved, both partners feeling loved, respected, and appreciated while seeking to reciprocate. I sort of define it as sharing both, which is similar, sharing both positive and negative emotions with one's spouse. The emotions may or may not be directed toward the spouse. In Chapman's book, he mostly looks, because that's the topic of the book, at husband-wife relationships. But it can be something you bring home from the office, and you just need to unload on somebody. Hopefully not unload, but, but unpack your emotions with someone. And your ability to do that with your wife is emotional intimacy, okay? Next slide, Doctor. But I'm a guy. I don't have emotions, okay? Uh, We are not Vulcans. Emotions are like noses. Everybody's got them, okay? uh, For those who were here when Jack Elwood was here, he always said guys do have emotions. Angers, they're really good at anger. So, but we also have other ones too. And i just give you some examples here from Scripture of God himself and great men of God who demonstrate quite openly in Scripture emotion. Shortest verse in the Bible, John eleven thirty-five. Jesus wept. Second uh, Samuel 6, where they're bringing the ark in toward Jerusalem and David's dancing with all his might, this delirious joy. Uh, that was not a good example of emotional intimacy of his wife since she makes fun of him. Um, and then 3 in Psalms, David's loneliness is deep discouragement, and even terror. And then 1 Thessalonians 1.8, Paul's affection for the Thessalonians. All those are emotions, so we all got them. We just have to figure out how to use them properly. Okay, next slide, please. Who needs it? What your wife does. Genesis 2.24, becoming one flesh. Your willingness to share your emotions with her and to receive her emotions are critical parts of her feeling that she is becoming one flesh with you. And I would venture to say that although you may or may not acknowledge it, they are critical parts of you feeling that she flesh with her. So, both of you need it to build and deepen that bond, the ability to share emotion without watching your, your uh, marriage or your evening blow up in your face. You also both need it because of protection for your marriage. You know, it used to be back in the 60s and 70s when I was growing up, um, not the 1860s, um, the, uh, at least somebody's awake, they got that. Um, the common excuse in cartoons was for uh, a guy who went off on an affair was saying to a woman, my wife don't understand me. Well, women say the same thing, and whose fault is that? That's your fault. If your wife don't understand you, it's because you haven't opened up to her. Now, she may have a responsibility, too, in terms of her willingness to receive that. I acknowledge that, but you can't fix that. The only thing you can fix is what you do. So protection for your marriage to keep that marriage alive, and not just alive, not just surviving, but thriving. You both do as key parts of your emotional health. And we talked a little bit about this uh, a couple minutes ago, that, that we need someplace not to just blow up or erupt. This is a little story about my dad, who's gone now. But um, he was incredibly uh, gracious, a Marine, amazingly, a uh, Marine, incredibly gracious. But he was um, and had a very even temper until... He had a long fuse, but once the fuse burned down, something was going to blow up. I remember once, when I was a kid, remember those, you may not remember them, the little aluminum coffee pots that uh, would sit on the stovetop and you make a cup of coffee. He had one of those, and he got angry about something, I don't even know what. And we had one of these uh, cheap dinette sets, uh, you know, the fiberboard dinette sets. He took that coffee pot, slammed it down in the middle of the dinette set, and bent it that way. That is not emotional intimacy. It does unload your emotions, but that's not what we're talking about here. And emotional intimacy, we both need it, you and your spouse, me and my spouse, out of obedience. These verses here you may recognize, they both deal with anger, but the principle is true. God expects us, God requires of us that we live in control of our emotions. It's like that old Campus Crusade illustration, a little three-car train, a locomotive, a coal car, and a caboose. And the locomotive is facts. The coal car is faith, and the caboose is feelings. Don't put the caboose up first, okay? Keep the caboose in the right place, but it's still part of the train. I talked about this, actually, in self-revelation. Don't let emotions drive the car but recognize they're in the back seat okay. and that emotional intimacy that ability to share and willingness to share your emotions with your wife is really important. For me it was really important especially important around the time I was getting ready to retire well twice once when I left active duty and the second time when I left uh, government because I was getting really down and uh, depressed about just life in general, but the job in particular, and my wife was a critical part of helping me to process that and to move ahead and say, okay, well, don't just sit there and stew about it, do something about it, and so I retired, which I would recommend to all of you, by the way. Now, Some of you have to go to work tomorrow, don't Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to bring that up. Okay, next slide, please. Okay, How? Sharing our emotions, there's a right time and a wrong time. You know, when she's trying to get dinner ready and three children are screaming, not the right time, probably. Um, if you're in the midst of a heated discussion, I'm sure you never have arguments, but heated discussions may or may not be the right time. You may need to let things simmer down a little bit and then, then address the issue. But, you know, seek God for the right time. And you know your wife better than anyone. So... Seek God for that right time, in the right way for her to receive it. Chapman, of course, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> wrote the book Five Love Languages, and in the right way is he uses the example of the five love languages. You can use your own examples. Some women uh, love physical touch. I'd say probably a lot of women like physical touch, non-sexual intimacy. Um, there are some women who don't, for whom it is, you know, that just causes them to shudder. So, don't do that. If that's if you're trying to create the climate for sharing, then don't do something you know is irritating to her. Choose something that you knew you know is encouraging and builds uh, for emotional intimacy, like giving gifts. And I list them for you in your notes: uh, giving gifts, quality time, which is my wife's big one, um, acts of service words of affirmation. So, you know what those are for your wife, or if you don't know, you ought to read the book to find out, and so should she, because you have them too. You have a favorite love language, and your wife should know what it is. Okay, with mutual respect, the goal in sharing emotions is not to persuade her to see things your way. You might want that, but... That's not what you're in it for. You're in it to share, to be emotionally intimate with her, and you have to allow her to share her emotions with you, and they may not be what you'd want them to be. And it's appropriate to say, well, I guess I'm not sure why you're reacting this way to the situation. That's an appropriate discussion. But you can't fix her, in quotes. You can't make her respond to the situation like a guy could, a guy would. She's not one, for one thing. And uh, she's not you, so you have to respect her enough to allow her to be the woman God made her to be. And not just allow her to, but with appreciation and gratitude for who she is. She's very different in in many cases, not all. Uh, Your wife is quite different from you, which has become apparent to you as you've been married all these years. And those are occasions not for discouragement, but for gratitude and for appreciation, they may not seem that way all the time, nor does she feel gra- grateful and appreciative all the time about your differences from her. But nonetheless, they are, you aren't together by accident. You're together because God brought you together. Next slide, please. Okay, so I'm going to turn you over to, <coughs> to save my, my voice, turn you over to your discussion questions. How do you feel about this issue of emotional intimacy? My guess would be you didn't walk in here hoping that today you would get to talk with your tablemates about emotional intimacy. A few of you might have. You know, Bill Sanders, for example, he might have. Because he sent a note out to us saying he was looking forward to it. But for most of you, not a favorite topic. So how do you feel about it? Even if you don't like it, how important is it in your marriage? How important is it to you? How important is it to your wife? For many of us, the key question is the second one. How important is it to your wife? And then what's the easiest emotion for you to share? Uh, For most of us, it's probably anger, but hopefully not just that one. And then why do you think, and then what's the hardest, and why do you think that might be? For example, it might be sadness because you don't want to appear weak. And talk about an instance in which emotional intimacy with you really strengthened your marriage or deeply helped you. And that's the example I just gave you, my wife's support during a period of great stress at work. Okay, over to you.